welcome to the Downfall Podcast in the 30 Days of Hope episode. Um, if you haven't already, go to the website, mydownofhope.org slash blog. You can read along with the blog that Billy wrote today uh, while you listen to the podcast. Um, so, what's up, Billy? Not much. <laughs> this is Billy's first podcast ever. Yeah. So please comment below with how great or terrible he is doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Colossians 3.2 is the verse you picked. Mm-hmm. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. So what kind of led you to that when we asked you to write this thing? Um, well, I was supposed to write about hope, and this verse like gives me a lot of hope because like it says, like set your mind on things above, like which is God. So you can just set your mind on Him and just not worry about instead of focusing on all the stuff yeah. that's happening around us which is which I think gives me a lot it's, of hope it's weird right now because there's a lot of stuff happening around us and nothing happening around us at the same time yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird mix yeah and so that's really good because it's like it's hard to do that and that's one of the things that's been kind of a theme is like to be intentional to like have God's perspective about things because if you don't if you aren't intentional about it, you yeah. automatically have a negative or earthly perspective yeah. on things. Just focus on the problem. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's really easy to just get caught up into that. Because it, it's what our mind defaults to. Like it, It's an earth mm-hmm. realm that we've grown up in that we understand everything and we look at everything from the worst possible scenario yeah. so that we can prepare for it <laughs> instead of seeing the positive spin on things. Yeah. You know? And so you talk about this you say, I read it a lot during times when I have a problem that I'm facing and I don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe if you have an example of that or something like that. Um, or just something to say about I, yeah, it. <laughs> I, I, I can't think of like a ex- really doesn't have specific. <laughs> well, like, but if I have like a problem that's like, seems like massive to me and I have no idea how it's going to like turn out or anything, I just read this scripture and it just kind of reminds me that like, Focus on him, give it to him, and like he'll work it out. Yeah, not, I shouldn't be doing it; it's his. Yeah, and you can trust him with that because that's been a thing too. Is like the ability to trust God, and not just trust God in the sense like like we all trust God, which is God. You know yeah, what I'm saying? <laughs> but to trust him on a level that's like uh, if he says something, I'll do it. Yeah, is is another level, honestly, because anybody can say they trust God. Yeah, but. When you get a word from God, and A, you have to trust yourself that that was God that you heard, you didn't know that. And then B, you have to trust Him enough to do it once you know that it's yeah. Him who said it. Mm-hmm. And that's more difficult than it should be. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And there's all sorts of stuff that happens that we second guess ourselves. Sometimes you don't listen to God because you aren't confident enough in your ability to hear God. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you don't listen to God because you're like, no. And it's important to distinguish between those two things because they have different answers. Like mm-hmm. if you if you know that you're hearing God and you're saying no, that's an issue with you that you need to fix. Yeah. You need to be like, all right, I'm gonna listen to God now because you know one of the verses that's come up a couple times is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, like his plans for you are good and to prosper you and not to harm you and all that stuff. And his plans for you are good and therefore if you do what God says it's gonna be a good thing. Yeah. It's gonna be a bad thing. And then it's it now if it's you and you're not as confident, then you need to just honestly the only way to find out is to test it. Is mm-hmm. to be like, all right, God, I think you're saying this and then do it. Yeah. And if something happens, you're like, okay, no, it was God. And if you look like really like an idiot or something, then okay. <laughs> like I just recorded with Jesse and he was talking about a lady who did a handstand in Safeway. <laughs> God told her to do a handstand. So she just did a handstand. Okay. 
which sounds ridiculous. <laughs> and then some, like a cashier, broke down crying and was like, I was going to commit suicide today unless somebody did. I told God I was going to commit suicide unless somebody did it. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like crazy. You never could Like, I, I was talking about, like, um, you could have sat there forever and tried to figure out the reason that God told you to do that. You never want to kiss. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you're going you're gonna to wear yourself out or, or you could just try it and yeah. you go out there and do it. And then it, afterwards, you're like, I'm so glad I did that. I saved yeah. someone's life today, you know? Yeah. And those examples are just. That's crazy to me because I'm not to that level. <laughs> if I was driving by safe and he's like, do a handstand, I'd be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like, can't do a handstand. I, I can't do a handstand either. <laughs> but, like, my mom had an example that's, this is going to come out before the episode where she gave this example. Uh-huh. So, spoiler alert for the last one. <laughs> but, but she gave an example of a pastor who, like, was preaching and he crawled into the table because God told him to crawl under the table. Uh, and then some guy ran up and got saved because he had told God if he was real, make the pastor crawl under the table. <laughs> like, oh, that's crazy. I wouldn't have crawled under the table. Yeah, I, like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. More likely to crawl under a table in church than I am to do a handstand and say, like, yeah, definitely. Still not likely. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing you mentioned here is Exodus 14, 14. Mm-hmm says the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Mm-hmm. And so talk about that a little bit, you know, the Lord fighting for you and what peace means and stuff like that. Yeah. I thought it like went good with the other scripture because if you set your mind on him and like, if you give your problems to him, he's fighting for you. And that's like kind of the whole theme of this thing. Like, yeah. And, and him fighting, <laughs> him fighting for us is like a thing that like, I feel like a lot of people don't grasp. It's uh-huh. like, the reason that we have these opportunities, like Jesus coming as part of God fighting for us yeah. and all this stuff, and that the whole reason that everything's ever happened, as far as we're concerned, like the reason the human race was created was to have a relationship with God. Yeah. In order to have that relationship, we had to have free will. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's slavery. Yeah. Know? And then we screwed it up because we had free will. <laughs> and then he spent the last however many thousand years literally with one goal and that is to reestablish yeah. a relationship with us mm-hmm. and that he's fighting on that level that he's willing to sacrifice his son you know work on this over thousands of years you know I, I'm sure he wanted to send Jesus right away yeah you know but there's so many how frustrating <laughs> that, that, that to yeah. be like to be in God's position to be like maybe you can oh no <laughs> okay maybe you know, for thousands of years, you're just over and over like, uh, no, you won't yep. no, he messed it up. <laughs> and then, like, you finally get it right, and then even now, like, so many people just don't accept it. Uh-huh. And But all of that is worth it to him to get however many people he can, yeah. as many as he can, to have a relationship with him the way he originally wanted. Mm-hmm. And that's God fighting for us on a level that no, that we can't even really fathom how hard he's fighting for us. That's, like, yeah outside of our <laughs> understanding, you know, like <laughs> it's, it's so much more than like a war on earth or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then it also says you shall hold your peace. So talk about that a little bit. Cause peace has been a big thing throughout these two is like that mm-hmm. peace that you can have even in the midst of situations Yeah, that is a God given peace because it's not natural. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like even like right now in this whole coronavirus thing, like a lot yeah. of people are freaking out, but, like God can give you peace even if you're scared. Like yeah. he'll take away the the fear, the anxiety, all of that. Like through the problem. Like even 
while it's happening, not when it's finished. Like when it's finished, it'll be gone, obviously. But while yeah. it's happening, you'll <laughs> have peace. Yeah, that's like, and and you know, it's a God-given peace because there's not a natural reason mm-hmm. to be peaceful. Like, yeah, you're scared. You know, mm-hmm. like it's like fear is a natural reaction to wanting to be safe. Yeah, and so when something is endangering you, you are scared. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're not scared, that's not natural. That's, exactly. That's a spiritual, supernatural thing. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, um, let's see. I like the last sentence in here, too. It just says, he wants to fight your battles while you rest in who he is and keep your mind on the thing you love. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing that people can take to heart, too, to, to give people hope is he wants to fight your battles. Mm-hmm. All you have to do Let's right. kind of get out of the way, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and be like, all right, God, you can have this. Yeah. And he's like, okay, and he'll take it mm-hmm. and run with it. But it's so hard for us to get out of our own way. Like one of the podcasts a while back, it might've been towards the beginning. Me and Jesse were talking about that. Like as dudes, especially, I feel like yeah. it's hard to give up uh-huh. something to something and be like, I can't do this. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause we're like, no, we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And maybe you can do it, but God can do it better than you. Yeah. So like, Get out of the way. Yeah. Because one of the examples that, and Grace will probably make fun of me for this, but (laughs) one of my examples is definitely vehicles because I just buy things. Uh Like I was talking to my neighbor today and I was like, you know, I buy things, I think I had a good deal, and then it's like a piece of crap. (laughs) And that happens to me because I'm like, I know enough about trucks to feel like I know enough to make the purchase. Yeah. And then, like, afterwards, I'm like, I feel like I should ask God about that. <laughs> and then I end up taking them to the junkyard. Uh-huh. And so, like, I just bought this one yesterday, and I talked to God about it before then. It's going to be okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I can have confidence in that. But yeah. like, when I didn't do that, I still had enough knowledge. Like, I got an okay truck, but, like, it wasn't yeah. great or anything. And you can do so much better than even, even if you weren't going to totally screw it up, you might have done okay. You can do great. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to read through your prayer at the end and then I can ask you about it. Okay. So you said, Dear God, please help me keep my mind set on you and not the things of this world. I know you want to help me through all my problems I'm facing right now. Help me to help, help me to let you fight my battles for me. Thank you for choosing to take care of my burdens. Help me to notice when my eyes are fixed on the problems on my problems instead of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, so just kind of talk about that a little bit. And this is a really good prayer because, like, honestly, it's hard to to know sometimes when you're not focused on God because you're yeah. so caught up in other things that mm-hmm. it might not even, it might just be subconscious. Like, you're just yeah. not even aware. You're distracted by things you do. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I do that. Like, I'll, I'll always have something going. I always have music, podcast, mm-hmm. YouTube video. Someone's always playing all the time. Yeah. And, like, even if it's just changing that to, like, a God thing, like mm-hmm. praise worship music or something. I mean, just need, just taking that little step can help me like listen to God in those moments. Yeah. But sometimes it's hard to take that step because I'm caught up in whatever I'm listening. Yeah, to. you don't even realize. Yeah, <laughs> and then you like see something like this, and then you're like, oh, I'm not focusing on God. <laughs> yeah. And I literally had those exact moments where I'm like, I haven't talked to God in like two days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you like think about it because I, I do that and I'm, I'm I always need information going into my brain mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing it's a bad thing when I don't let that information be God's information right. and then it's like like I'll do this thing like I'm here all day and I'm always doing something while I'm here even when I'm doing something I have something else happen like I have music or uh-huh. something playing 
and then I'll go home and I listen to something all the way home and then I get home <laughs> and I walk into the house and the first thing I do is turn something else on. Mm. And every once in a while I get on like a on a, in a groove where it's like yeah. a God thing that I'm listening to all the time mm-hmm. and then I'll like make these huge steps in whatever area that I'm listening to stuff in and like I have these epiphanies during those times where I'm like if I just always did this I would know so many more things yeah. <laughs> you know instead of wasting my time like, yeah. just going through the YouTube like mm-hmm. whatever even is YouTube. Like, <laughs> there's just so much stuff. Yeah. Like, I just let it play last night. I fell asleep with YouTube on. And I woke up and it was playing some, I don't remember. It was ridiculous. I remember being like, what is on my screen? <laughs> yeah. Um, but just talk about that part a little bit. Like, what led you to write it that way and what you want people to be thinking and saying about it? I mean, I wrote it like this because, like, God can help you with this too. He can help you keep your mind on Him. Which yeah. is kind of weird to think about, but he can. <laughs> like yeah. he can remind you of little things, and then it'll, you'll have those like little moments, like "Oh, I need to talk to God" yeah. or something like that. <laughs> so I, I, that's just my my thought in this. Like, have God help you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's that. It's really that simple with most things. Yeah. Like God help you, but just let him. So many times it's like because you have to be intentional about that. You have to stop. Be like, all right, God, you can help me. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you still have to let them. Yeah. You know, and there's just, it's just so hard for it. Sometimes, <laughs> but it shouldn't be. But it is. Yeah. And at the end, it says, uh, help me notice when my eyes are fixed on my problems. That is another thing that I really like when God helps <laughs> me with, because I tend to do that a lot. Like when I face a problem, I immediately start like thinking like, what do I do? Yeah. Not what does God do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's my, like, I'm, I'm such a solution oriented person. Like mm-hmm. somebody's like, here's my problem. And I'm like, here's an answer. <laughs> like I, I always have an answer and that's part of the problem. Yeah. Like, I used to suck at math. Like I still remember my pre-algebra teacher in seventh grade used to get so annoyed with me because <laughs> I would, I could always come up with an answer like every single time. Yeah. And a lot of the time it was the right one, but I wouldn't show my work because I could just come oh, up with yeah. an answer in my head and I didn't even know how I got it, but I did. I wrote it down. <laughs> and like, I used to get minuses all the time because I like didn't show my work. But yeah. That's like how my brain is. It's just like, here's a solution and it's right like two thirds of the time. Mm-hmm. But because I get it so fast, I have to stop myself and be like, let's ask God about this first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's really good, dude. Is there anything else you want to say? Um, no, not that I can think of. (laughs) Thanks, bro. Thank you for listening to the Dawn of Hope podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast feed and turn on notifications for more conversations and audio versions of Sunday's teachings. Our Sundays begin with a light breakfast at 9.30. The service begins at 10 o'clock. Groups and Bible studies throughout the week include undivided young adults groups Sunday evenings at 5 o'clock, bringing young adults from all walks of life together. Follow up Wednesdays at 6.30 on Wednesdays, a conversational Bible study based off of Sunday's topics led by Michael Roberts. Prophetic writing on Thursdays at 6.30, hearing God's voice through journaling, led by Joanna Harrison. All events are at Donahoe Branch at 178 Palmer Drive in Florissant, Colorado. If you would like to donate to Dawn of Hope, you can visit mydawnofhope.org and click the donate button on the sidebar. If you're interested in holding an event at the ranch or would like more info on anything that we do, please call us at 719-687-3425 or send us an email at info at donofhoperanch.com. 
Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Don Fo Podcast. Mm-hmm.